0: Welcome to the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. This is where we explore the journey from no one to number one. Number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. This is the podcast where we explore the journey of going from no one to number one. Coldwell Ray, what's up? Pistol Pete Hammer, happy to see you guys. Hit me up in the chat. We're going to be talking today about business. And obviously, MMA, grappling, wrestling, all of that. What it takes to build a successful entrepreneurial team. That is the theme today. What's up? You're a twito. What's up, Silverbacks? Moy Thai. Einzelganger, Ganger, 75. You must be German, I'm guessing. Uh, Coldwell Ray in Cali. What's up? Says uh, Cali, coach. Where are you at in California? I'm hoping, uh, I mean, I know so many people in SoCal. I I spent about seven years in the Bay Area, in San Francisco proper, and in uh, Berkeley, and then about seven years, eight years in LA and Data Point slash Costa Mesa down Orange County. Um, Pistol Pete Hammer, heck yeah, I love what you're doing. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, man. Just hustling, trying to share, improve the world. Which I'm sure I'm hoping everybody else is doing. Coldwell Ray says he's out in Thousand Oaks. All right, dude, need some scientific wrestling out in Thousand Oaks, man. Uh, all right, how how how's it going out there right now? It snowed today in Colorado. I am done and done. I'm ready to move. Uh, where should I go? High on my list is Florida, but vying for second places. Nevada and Texas, with a slight edge to Nevada because I already have family there and they don't have an income tax. Um, Yeah, guys, hit me up in the chat. I want to talk today about how do you go about building a good entrepreneurial team and why. Einzelgänger says, Texas. Coldwell Ray, your assistant coach at the high school. Nice, bro. Awesome. I'll tell you, man, nothing like wrestling. Wrestling is the, I will, Two things I think are the greatest thing for personal development that a per- human being can do. One is wrestling, and two is entrepreneurship. Pistol Pete Hamer, you should go to Tulsa, Oklahoma for the NCAAs. That, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I, I'd like, I'd, actually, that's a really good idea. Probably should do that. Uh, Caldwell Ray says it's kind of on um, Thousand Oaks. Yeah, man, I get it, but you guys got, Seriously good weather. Seriously good weather. I will admit I am jealous. I'm like done with the bad weather in Colorado. It's gorgeous nine months out of the year. And even in the winter, it's usually pretty good. But this has been like a really cold winter. Uh, not a ton of snow, that kind of thing. All right. Well, let's get down to it, okay? So welcome. We're gonna hammer this out. You got questions, you got comments, hit me up in the in the uh in the uh, messages here. Oh, Morgan's on there. Don't move to Louisiana. Our weather sucks. Uh, Morgan down in Lake Char Louisiana, the home of Grant Cardone. They need, you got, dude, you guys need to make a statue of Grant. That would be a great idea. Uh, I could help you get that done. You need to talk to like the the main person uh, who, who down there would do, would make a statue in the city government. Well, that would be epic, dude. We would definitely get, get, uh, Some kudos from Grant on that one. Um, All right, so what it takes to build a successful entrepreneurial team. I'm going to talk in broad strokes, and then we're going to get into the guts with some tangible examples, okay? So Silverback uh, Morgan says, I'm going to say this at the city council, bro. I know their mayor really well. Dude, I can make it happen. Like, let's go. I can, I can help with this. Like, this is a brilliant idea, honestly. Um, okay. So, welcome all of you. Yeah, dude, no, that's a good idea. All right, welcome everybody to what it takes to build a successful entrepreneurial team. Because that is, it is this subject is so crucial to your success. If you're going to build your own business, you got to know how to build a team. You got to have leadership. Okay. So I'm going to start right out the gate. It is not easy. Okay. It requires hard work, perseverance. But if you do it right, man, the rewards are massive. This is really where you will blow up. Okay. What's up, Luis, King of Catch, San Diego? Got one of our scientific wrestling elite. Coaches on the call. San Diego representing. So what does it take to build a successful entrepreneurial team, right? Well, obviously, you've got to find people, but not just any people, the right people. You got to find people who are on the same mission, share the same vision, same your share the same values. This is a list, man. This is as I keep going, and I'd say mission, vision, values, passion. You're crossing more and more people off the list. Okay. So you're going to have to get in front of a ton of people so you can get the right people. Does it make sense? So you got to find these people who are willing to work hard and make sacrifices to help you achieve your goals. And the only people going to do that are people that are like minded, that are already on that mission and are saying, like, oh man, this guy's already doing this stuff. Let's go. Okay. So that's one, but that's not it. It's not just finding the, the right people you then once you find them you've got to retain these people like what what i like to think of as a culture of excellence this is why i love the wrestling community because they want to win and that's who you're going to need in your business as well as people who want to win a culture of excellence high standards Not just for your team, but most importantly for yourself, because that's the only way you're going to be able to hold your team to those standards. The only way in wrestling, for example, when I go in and run a camp and I have people go through the Gotch Bible, I have no problem because I've done it a million times. That's how people are going to follow, right? You have to go first, high standards and hold people accountable to those standards because you hold yourself to them. And that culture of excellence isn't just high standards. You also have to create a culture where people are encouraged to take risks. That means you can't be a perfectionist. You can't come down on people when they're slightly different or they mess something up. If they keep messing up, then you fire them. But they mess up once, that's the, the cost of learning. You don't want to fire somebody. You want to, you want to encourage people, not necessarily to make mistakes. You want them to be tight and not sloppy but to take risks okay and then to learn if they don't learn the lessons of taking those risks they got to go okay so you've got to understand this is crucial and important when you become a leader a boss uh whatever mistakes are going to happen and in fact you kind of want to encourage it as long as you think of it like a scientific experiment take it serious right because perfectionism is no no bueno. No team is perfect. And no one gets it right all the time. Okay? The key is you've got to learn from the mistakes and then use them as opportunities for growth and improvement. Like, what do we always hear in wrestling? You either win or you learn. And that's important. It's not an excuse. It's... So something you have to seriously do. You have to adjust, adapt, update your model. Does that make sense? Okay, so another important thing to, when it comes to building a successful entrepreneurial team is communication. And trust me, man, there are lots of other things people would rather do than meetings, but it is crucial if you're on a team, people aren't going to stay aligned because sometimes things change, things come up, and that information needs to get Trickled out. So maybe it's not meanings. What I use, I love uh, apps like Telegram and WhatsApp and stuff and creating groups in there because then you can keep everybody aligned, right? So you need to communicate clearly, effectively, and you've got to encourage like an open, honest communication among team members. You can't be like the infallible guy or have the emperor. You don't want a bunch of yes men, emperor wears no clothes type situation. You need to be able to give feedback. You need to be able to take feedback. And you need to have even hard conversations when they're necessary. Maybe somebody on your team, they are having personal problems in their life and it's it's uh, reflecting on their performance they're, uh, as a member of the team. Well, you might need to have a, a conversation about that. Like, can't be afraid to have tough conversations. Okay? And then... Last but not least, you need to be a leader. You set the tone for the team. You lead by example. Don't be a psychopath. Don't be getting arrested. Don't be a drunk. Don't be a wife beater. If you're, you know what I mean? Like that, and that's like the baseline. Then you've got to be a guy that's smart, takes risks works harder than everybody else, sacrifices, puts in the time and and effort to make the vision a reality, and you will inspire people to do the same. Okay? So, and we're going to get into the nitty gritty, but I just want to summarize this, that you're going to need an entrepreneurial team. And it's not easy, okay? But it is absolutely crucial. It's essential Otherwise, you cannot achieve great things without other people. You got to find the right people. You got to create a culture of excellence. You got to learn from your mistakes. You've got to communicate. And you've got to lead. Okay? Do all that. Get that going, which is a lot. And you're going to be well on your way to building a team that can achieve pretty much anything. I mean, look at Elon Musk, man. He's taking people to Mars. All right, so thank you for listening to me get that out. Of course, hit me up in the chat. Uh, what's up, Robert Luca Rally saying hi. Happy to see you, brother. Happy to see you. So uh, Pistol Pete Hammer says, no risk, no story. Dude, that's just the deal. Mission, vision, values, passion. Yeah. So let me give you an example. Scientific wrestling, I can, I'm going to give other examples, but scientific wrestling is is super easy. I started this company because I was passionate. I noticed a hole in the marketplace. I, uh, Robert chiming in there, another comment. Happy to see you too. Thank you, sir. So I saw a hole in the marketplace in the early 2000s, completely saturated with jujitsu, which was on a massive growth trajectory and has continued a massive growth trajectory. Like that, that has been very trendy. I would even go beyond trendy because it's been decades now. Jiu-jitsu is, is, is massively successful. However, as a business, <laughs> what I noticed in the early 2000s is that they were not as successful as they had claimed to be in the early days when nobody knew how to wrestle or how to grapple. And I noticed like in my old practice and watching other people that the wrestlers were just coming in and eating everybody's, they're taking their milk money, and it was bad. And I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." I I know a bit about wrestling. Let me let me see where I where what where this is going. And I noticed this massive hole that there was no most of wrestling had been socialized, like socialized medicine. Like if you wanted to wrestle, you had to come up through the schools, and the schools were run by the state off of property taxes. There wasn't like a retail martial arts version like taekwondo or now jiu-jitsu, which has taken that, that spot in the industry of the McDojo. There's no retail space for wrestlers, and particularly adult wrestlers. And I noticed this hole, and I'm like, well, and this is the most effective base for mixed martial arts. Like not even, nothing even comes close. Second place is so far behind wrestling in terms of champions. Like, okay, so let's go. And because of where I happened to be and what was happening at the time, I was actually, I had a scholastic wrestling experience, done peewee wrestling. I was um, a martial artist, had a black belt from a dojo, went to UFC two in Denver. Sakuraba was coming up. I was also a pro wrestler. Like I'd had this, this weird combination of experience by the year 2000 already. And I saw this opportunity just creatively. Great. And I busted my FNS. S all those books. I sat there with a scanner, literally 10,000 pages over, over, like turn, turn the page, put it on the scanner, hit print, save file as change the page, do it. I did that 10,000 times. And then went back to those 10,000 files, put them in the book, made sure they were in order and made my first couple books, and that established us. What's that happened? Then I started getting on the call because I realized I couldn't do it myself. My vision was huge. My vision was, honestly, I've had this vision, and I'm not even there yet, of of honestly having bigger impact than UFC and and WWE. We're not there, okay? But we've made a significant dent in the universe, as uh, Steve Jobs would say. Coldwell Ray says, got a call coming in. We'll listen again. Yeah, you can go get on the uh, on the replay of this, dude. Pistol Pete says, great pointers. So, uh, thank you. So, here's the deal. I started being like, okay, who do I know or who could I connect with? And wh- how could I get this? I knew this stuff and I knew people didn't know this stuff about the importance of catches, cash can, about some of this stuff with wrestling, about some of the players. Like, Mark Schultz or Wade Chalice or these other guys that weren't jiu jitsu, but were super, super duper valuable. Hey guys, it's Coach Jake with the number one Podcast. And, you know, at number one coaching, we know that small business owners struggle to scale and increase their revenues. So we're here to help you. We believe that every single entrepreneur deserves the chance to win beyond their wildest dreams, so that they can have peace of mind and abundance. We do that by increasing your revenue, teaching your sales strategies to increase your revenue, demolishing employee disengagement. And we do that really by transforming your sales managers into coaches that are concerned with putting points on the board, but those points are revenue. I want to help you. I'm here to help you. You don't have to go through your business life complacent, just accepting, reacting. Let's take charge. Let's win. You can head over to numberonecoaching.com, schedule an appointment. It's free. We can do a strategy session 15 minutes for free. Numberonecoaching.com. Thanks. So that's where I started. That's me building my team. Billy Robinson, Carl Gotch, Dick Cardinal. These guys are the people they hadn't heard of. But I had because of my interests at the time and my level of being obsessed on this subject. And then it got bigger and bigger. And then what happened? Like, So it was just me and Billy for a while, right? Pretty much. Billy Robinson. Well, we started touring, and the demand was such. I was like, dude, I just can't do all this. It's just too physically demanding. I, there's not enough me to go around. And Sam Cresson, who is now a scientific wrestling elite coach, and I tour around with him. We're going to be in Phoenix. You guys need to show up. We're and Sam's a badass. Uh, third degree uh, jiu-jitsu black belt, as well as really spent a ton of time with Billy and myself, right? so. We, uh I said, Sam, I need to bring you on, dude. I need you to help me because you're like the only guy that really seems to understand some of this. <laughs> Sam got abused by Billy pretty bad. I was very lucky that I already knew kind of a lot of this and didn't have to unprogram learning, um, un- undo my jujitsu or anything because I didn't have much. I had some, but I knew what to do. So anyway, started with Sam. Then I'm like, well, shit, man. I want to reach the entire planet, and I can't just do it. And then Billy passes away. I'm like, I can't do it myself. And I started getting Wade involved. I started getting Wade Chalice, getting this record holder for the most wins and bins in all wrestling. Elijah, what's up, brother? Says, uh, when in Phoenix? Not this weekend. Next weekend, the 25th and 26th. Black Flag Submission Company, DM me. I can send you the info. Show up. You'll be stoked. Promise you. Promise you, mind-blowing if you've never done one of our camps. Um, so, started growing, started building out this team, and then brought in Luis Ojeda, who holds the record for the most wins in the King of Catch tournament system that I co-developed the rule set with Bill uh, with uh, Carl Godge. Started bringing in um, Jesse Morales, and then I'm like, well, I need to just keep building this team. So now, when you look at our our assistant coaches and our full coaches we've got you know, all of us we've got uh um, oh, harry smith all these great guys right building this team because i can't do it myself and they all share the same vision and so i compensate them they help me they win i win it gets bigger and bigger and bigger well that system hit its bandwidth and I said, I need more. I need more yeah. people. I got to get big, dude. I, I want to hit 8 billion people. Can't do that with like eight guys. It's like, here's a, here's a billion for you, a billion. Dude, you're not going to do it. I need thousands of people. So I went back to the drawing board, started the affiliate program. Now we've got 12 affiliates, a bajillion, 20 people in the coaching pipeline. And my next phase, and I might as well say it here. Uh, I had a great talk today with a young man, Nate, nature boy, 10th planet. He was, he was on the call, or, or he's always on these calls. And uh, I'm going to start hiring sales guys, right? Because I'm always talking about sales. I've partnered with the number one sales and marketing trainer, just like I partnered with the number one wrestler and pitter and the number one in catch-as-catch-can. Well, now I've done this with Greg Cardone and I am like on this mission. And so, you know, how many guys do you know that are in the jiu-jitsu space or in the grappling space or the martial arts space or the mixed martial arts space or the boxing space and they got no money because they're chasing their dreams? That's, that was me in my twenties. I had no money. I was working four minimum wage jobs just to afford the $200 a month at Carly Gracie's in San Francisco. plus the $200 a month uh, chiropractic bill, plus living in the most expensive city. It was awful. I wish there was an opportunity like this. I did get into sales, but I was selling life insurance. Well, now, you guys, I am hiring commission-based sales guys. For example, let me tell you how this would work. The first tier of me needing more people, of building an entrepreneurial team, and you can take this as an example, or you can come work with me because everything's already built out, as long as you're on mission, you're passionate about the same stuff as I am, you won't have a problem selling it. I had a hard time selling life insurance because I was 25. I was not in the market for it. And no, I had zero credibility as a 25-year-old guy with a life insurance license. Right? You want to buy it from like a 50-year-old dude who is, is hot on insurance because he's got kids and needs to cover his expenses and you know all that kind of stuff. So what I decided to do, I had this phone call with this young man, uh, Nate, today. He's 24 years old and we're talking and he, he asked me, he's like, well, what do you think is the fastest way to make money? And this is how this spontaneously came to me. I fastest way that you can make money right now, especially as a young person is to get into sales. That is your, there's no get rich quick scheme out there. And anybody telling you that is full of it. Okay. (laughs) But the fastest way for you to get making real money is to become a sales pro, okay? That doesn't mean you have to be uh, pushy. doesn't mean you have to be charismatic. No, you need to understand your craft, just like anything, right? You don't need to be pushy and you don't need to have charisma to be a fantastic wrestler. Now, if you want to be a pro wrestler and sell it and make a lot of money, it doesn't hurt, but still, there are things that you can learn that will technically make you a lot of money as a sales pro. This is my jam outside of grappling and catch-as-catch-can. Sales training and entrepreneurship and business growth, that is my jam. So I told him, I said, you need to, you need to find a sales gig. Now, we were talking about potentially uh, he might have a gym that wanted to be affiliate. And I said, well, here's how we do this. What are you doing? And he said, dude, I said, sales is a hard job but it's not hard like shoveling or cleaning toilets. And he's like, dude, I'm literally picking up shit. I work at a dog kennel. I said, dude, you're allowed to be disgusted and to feel like you deserve better in your life than making money shoveling shit. If you believe in a product, and he clearly believes in the scientific wrestling affiliate program and in the training and all that kind of stuff, I said, it's an easy sale, but you got to bang on the calls because it's about the number of relationships. Think about dating a girl. If I have to have a date Saturday, and this is my crude analogy with, with, uh, with sales because it's relationship-based, I have to probably reach out to 100 different girls. 10 of them might say yes because the other 90s are either not interested, busy, whatever. And then of those 10, I could start talking. And out of that 10 that are potentially interested, prospects, I might be able to get one or two to go out with me and can pick. Now, as I get better at that, communicating, developing relationships and setting up this win-win exchange of a date, hey, go on the date with me. I'm going to show you a good time. You show me a good time and it's going to be great. And we're going to be friends. So this is the same thing in business. You have to start doing it. It's a numbers game. So it's a grind. A lot of it's calling. Dude, I started in sales before the internet. When I got that life insurance license, literally I was in San Francisco. I had my cheap men wa- men's warehouse suit. <laughs> it all fitted, not tailored. And i go in and I'm super excited. I got my new license. I'm thinking I'm in finance. And they literally took the white pages, put it down on my desk. I was in San Francisco. And they were like, start at the A's. And I was banging out 150 calls a day to get a client. Hey, you want, you want, you want? No, 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 no. That's what it takes. It's hard work. But then, once you get the connection, how do I foster that relationship? How do I find out and and present the value that I am creating? Well, dude, if you guys are interested in working for scientific wrestling, helping me on the mission, for example, I'll tell you how this works. I'm going to train you to be a sales pro, and I'm going to let you, I will even show you how to get the leads and how to do all that stuff. So you have no expenses. Uh, I'm going to do everything for you. You just help me. And in this case, get more people to scientificwrestler.com. I will cut you a 15% commission. This is a $10,000 item. We've already sold 12 of them in our first year. This is something that is proven and works, and there's demand for it. We need to get out and let people know. So if I give you 15%, that's $1,500 for every deal you close. That's that's better than shoveling shit at the kettle. And there's no ceiling. As you get better and you start developing the relationships, man, imagine you close uh, four deals in a month. Now, Now you make it six grand. You understand? So this is how I am building a sales team. Now, it's not just with, I, I'm using scientific wrestling as an example, but let me give you an example in, uh, for number one or with the software company. Okay. So for number one, I've hired um, executive uh, uh, virtual assistants, I've hired marketing people, I've, and now I'm hiring what are known as SDR, the letter S, the letter D, and the letter R, sales development reps. These are people. Again, who make relationships, call, do the prospecting, set up phone calls for the salesperson or me to close the deal. As these SDRs get better and better at setting up the strategy calls and these sales calls, I move them into sales executive positions. So I'm also hiring, if you don't want to sell scientific wrestling affiliations, I'm also hiring for number one business coaching for and giving a 15% commission on the close of those deals. Now, those are even bigger because usually my yearly engagement to coach a company and grow their sales team, do the sales training and some of the business development stuff is $24,000. It's $2,000 a month, right? So now you can see how this could stack. You start closing these deals, you're making a lot of money. In fact, what you don't know is good sales pros, people have who've gotten putting the time, just like wrestling, you're not going to get good at this. It takes a while of persistence and you have to actually want to do this, but they make more than the CEOs at a lot of companies, the really good sales pros. I don't know if you know that. Something to consider. So this is the same thing going with the software company. I'm hiring people at the software company to bring in more revenues, right? So you have to build your entrepreneurial team. Now, I always start and suggest with my businesses that I consult with that they get their sales team right first. Because if you get a good sales person in your company, they should be generating $250,000 or $350,000 a year for you. right? Then you take out their commission and you should be left with a good $100,000, $200,000. That is what you then use to hire your accountants who go battle the IRS and keep you out of jail because the tax code stacked on on its side in a book form is higher, is taller than me and I'm 6'2". Okay, so, but they don't generate revenue. So I need that generate enough revenue to bring these people in. All right, enough going on and on about that. Uh, Guys, if you have any questions, comments, hit me up in the chat. I'm going to keep it short. Like I said, I try to keep these to 20 minutes. We're already nine minutes over. Uh, Updates. This weekend in Phoenix is the King of Catch Wrestling. Coach Gil Olivas runs a great tournament. There's actually, like, I think it's, they're doing a tag team. You could actually get in and do competitive tag team wrestling, just like WWE, man. That's what we've designed. Nobody else is doing this. Nobody else. Okay? uh there's singles matches it's fantastic you're going to have a great time it's a great crew it's a great uh facility black Flag Submission company down in Glendale where the super bowl was held and then uh that's this coming weekend just in a couple days on Sunday i believe you can go to uh @az.catchwrestling that's the and then on in uh, instagram that is and go to the link in the bio that's got the registration so at @az.catchwrestling and then additionally, the next week we are running camp. If you've not been to an accelerator camp, I guarantee you, you are missing out. I promise you, promise you, not only will we improve your game, but you will start tapping people that you have never been able to tap before back at your gym when you go back after uh, the two days of training. And our two days of training is like the same cost as a seminar with some of these uh celebrity bjj celebrity types that don't offer the value that we do sure you can go get your autograph and a picture with the guy but if you're actually in, in, interested in winning and instead of just spending 300 dollars to learn one guy pontificate on one move and whatever whatever your priorities are you can go to those guys but if you want to win come hang out with us it's we're gonna have a fantastic time um and then I'm really excited. We're very close to closing our next affiliate gym. I'm very excited to make this announcement, man. These guys are studs. And I'm working on another group up in uh, Minnesota. Really great guys. Um, anyway, guys, if I can be of assistance to you, that is what I do this for. So I'm going to cut out of here unless we get some comments. Elijah says, ha 200 bucks for one hour. Yeah, dude, you come to our first camp. It's 377. That cover, that's two days. That's t- like 12 hours, okay? You do the math on the hourly. But that's not even, if you commit, I offer a loyalty reward. Yeah, you can go spend $200 one hour with some joker who's like some weird fake celebrity. Or you can come with us, which literally the greatest, most impactful combat martial art, combat sport martial art in the history of man. And we're the king of it. Scientific Wrestling is the king of catch, catch can. You can come with us after your second camp. It's 250 for the two days, dude. Like, this is unbelievable. With top-tier talent, last group in Orlando had Wade Chalice. Literally the greatest run. This isn't like, I mean, dude, I don't know what to tell you guys, man. It's like sick. You guys are missing out. You guys are missing out, and I'm not going to do this forever. And you guys go, oh, dude, show up. Show up like I did. For 20 years I've showed up to every one of these what's your excuse let's go I guarantee you cost me a lot more and I'm doing way more risk than you are to just jump on a plane and come and learn and be a badass and be a part a link in the chain of these masters of students man so I appreciate you guys I'm gonna jump out of here hit me up in the dms if I can help you um, otherwise we'll try to catch you guys tomorrow. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the number one podcast. I am your host coach Jake. And as ever, please, if you enjoyed this episode, share it, pass it along, hit like all that smash the like button, whatever, please help us get the word out. My mission is to help as many people as possible. Head over also to number We are here to help you with your small business help it succeed, help it grow, and help you thrive and become number one.